0: One of the best ways to support the FTF podcast is to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, interviews, and plenty more. This is Spartan 117. Anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing
1: this fight. Welcome back, everyone, to Finish the Fight Halo Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And this is the first bonus episode I think we've done in a while, the last one being kind of our reaction and predictions to the Infinite trailer that Mm -hmm. came out this year.
0: Yeah, so we're starting this off as kind of a Patreon thing, so thanks to those who voted on what this Mm -hmm. episode's going to be, and you'll see it in the title, and... Patreon members uh, will get this first. So they're getting this in October when this is dropping. The rest of you will be getting this in November. Mm-hmm. So you get a, a, a month ahead if you're a Patreon member. Kind of thank you, obviously, for helping us out. Mm-hmm. But then also be able to vote on these topics.
1: Yeah, that was really cool to see. And even at one point, I don't think this was the top one. I think, like, last minute, this, like, got to the finish line. Mm-hmm. Like, photo finish. So we're doing this one. This one is really exciting. I know Alex and I even occasionally on the, the cast, on the post show, along with us just hanging out before and after the show we've kind of talked about this concept for a while i know that everyone else has talked about it there's been videos about it so we thought we would give our opinions kind of you know out of the box thoughts of what a halo you know what should some of the next halo spinoff games be after infinite because as of right now the only thing we know for sure that's coming out it's infinite next year Mm -hmm. before we even get into that before what we consider kind of a spinoff game uh, is is not the master chief story so we have 1, 2, and 3, and then we have 4, 5 Guardians, and then Infinite. Mm-hmm. So all the games that have kind of been outside of that realm that we consider spinoffs. So let's start with all the spinoff games that they have so far. So within the Bungie era, we've had Halo Wars, which came out in 2009. We had Halo 3 ODST, which also came out in 2009, and then Halo Reach, which came out in 2010. Now within the 343 era, we have Halo Spartan Ops which came out in 2012, which I consider a spin-off game because it was kind of that weekly you get a new mission kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's nothing within the core realm of it. It's it's something that takes the property in what the core game is not based on. So yeah. that's, that's your spin-off.
1: Yeah, end. and then we also have Halo Spartan Assault which came out in 2013, Halo Spartan Strike which came out in 2015. Halo Wars 2 that came out in 2017, and Halo Fireteam Raven, which came out in 2018.
0: Now, going back to the physical realm of whatever you want to call that, uh, we had actual physical tabletop games. Mm-hmm. So, you had obviously the interactive strategy game, uh, mm-hmm. which we just covered. You've got Halo Risk and then Halo Wars Risk. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you had a couple different versions of that. Halo Monopoly. Yeah. You had also Halo Fleet Battles, which we talked about a little bit as well, mm-hmm. which is kind of like Star Wars Armada mm-hmm. uh, in a way. And a couple other like little. Yeah, Ground Command. And Halo ground, ground Command. Halo Ground f- Command. Came, same almost style as Fleet Battles, but just on the ground. But on the ground. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and a couple other like, little properties in between there that I'm assuming. that There's,
1: were... there's like uh, two card games, I think, out there as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Exploding Kittens yeah. along those lines. And then uh, there's also Action Clicks.
0: Yeah, so, so it, it kind of lent itself out whenever... Because we talked about this we are talking about Bungie. With a lot of the games, they did really well with pushing the, the IP and really getting it out there and getting mm-hmm. it to multiple outlets. So there's plenty of that stuff out there. Another cool thing that they've done is thrown in some cameos. So in Dead or Alive 4, you've got Spartan 458, which is a special Spartan that they made for the game. They originally asked for Master Chief, but they were like, we're not giving you that. But They're we'll like, give you nope. this random Spartan we'll make up for you. Throwing some backstory into the game, Mm -hmm. perfect. So you had that. Then another fighting game, you had Killer Instinct on their season three, you could get the Arbiter. Yep. And punchy, punchy, kick, kick with him. And then also, and I remember actually, I was really excited
1: for this when it came out and I never even played it, was Forza Horizon 4 when you had the Warthog and the Master Chief in the game.
0: Yeah. And I think with all three of those, they had obviously a custom level for that character mm-hmm. that was Halo based, whether it's on a space station or I know in Forza, it kinda you could see the Halo mm-hmm. on the horizon. Kind mm-hmm. yeah. of cool.
1: And then so now let's move on to canceled spin-offs because mm-hmm. this is and these are only the ones that we have officially known about. I guarantee there's a laundry list of some things that they maybe even started production on but then you know okay
0: it's kind of like you start your spitball you do like your first episode your pilot Mm -hmm. and if it gets knocked down you're like concept art even uh so
1: we had within the bungee era we had the halo mmo and we'll talk a little bit about that on the halo wars episode but that was basically just an mmo and i guess a lot of elements from that later spilled on to future mmo titles you also had halo chronicles which was the Wingnut Interactive Studio from Peter Jackson when mm-hmm. he was working with Bungie, and then you had Halo DS, which is still up to debate whether or not that was a giant hoax or not. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll cover a, a do or we'll do a complete episode on all these canceled Halo projects eventually. So also within the three four three era, you had the Halo Mega Blocks game. And then you had the Halo Online game, which became Dorito eventually.
0: And so now on to what our spinoffs would be. These would obviously go full production. Uh, they'd make it way past their bestsellers. Outselling Halo 3 Uh the biggest <laughs> thing because it's really what's important here. So yeah, so, so to start it, Jesse, what would you say... And we 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 haven't really talked about this yet. We wanted to make sure that we both kind of went in blind, mm-hmm. so we can really kind of critique and say how shitty the other person's idea is, <laughs> or maybe good. So we'll start, Jesse. What would be your first kind of idea?
1: So so a little so just a, a quick little backstory to where I got this idea is I have an ex coworker right now who's a developer who's working on a top down RPG like in vein of Pokemon, and I thought that was really cool. And granted. I'm not saying so much that these need to be the next spinoffs, as to where I think these spinoffs would be cool. I just want to put that out there. I'm not, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. We're not, we're not trying to say like this comes out after Infinite. This is just what weird kind of thing would we want to see Halo mm-hmm. IP in?
1: Yeah. So for me, I thought to myself, we haven't really dived into the forerunners yet, but I think it should be done a little differently. So I thought to myself, like a forerunner top-down RPG game in vein of those very early Pokemon games, because to think about it, that's Versus everything now those are way easier to develop. So for me, I thought this game would be in vain of those. So so uh, what would you do? So glad you asked. So eventually, so the setting would be kind of the pre-forerunner flood war but shortly after the forerunner human war and as a forerunner soldier you have to deal with the negative mental impact of what the forerunners did to the to humanity following the war whenever they set them back centuries of their evolution basically made them caveman again so on top of that uh you start to discover signs of the upcoming war with the flood and eventually in the game and this is just my weird fantasy of like this could happen this would be cool it's like you you have to start fighting the flood and eventually maybe even see a see the beginnings of a of the grave mine for that war or like the proto grave mine something along those lines i, I thought it would be kind of cool who's your starter I, as i said just a a for a forerunner soldier
0: that's who you're picking you're yeah. not gonna pick charmander <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so, so for me, I wanted to throw some maybe unique elements into this game that would set them off differently from anything else that
0: we've okay, seen. Okay, so, so you're saying something, okay, Pokemon-esque, you're meaning mm-hmm. kind of just the top-down element of it. Nothing else in Pokemon?
1: No, still the open world aspect. So you're more like Link's Awakening. It. Okay, that that was that's a better comparison. That's a, that's a way better comparison. So I I just thought of that because when I think of those top down games, Pokemon comes to mind. So
0: you're, so you're thinking like kind of like an indie, possibly eight bit, possibly three D, mm-hmm. smaller I mean, more models, more eight bit ish, okay. yeah,
1: like that. But yeah, so so one thing you would do is you would find clues throughout the game, discovering the horrors of the precursor foreigner mm-hmm. war. Along with you have small but frequent side missions, you also have a chance to see, as I said, the Gravemind during the war, even potentially battle it. And maybe the game would end with you seeing the firing of the Halo rings.
0: Okay. I I definitely like that because I think the art style can really be done any way you want it. Mm -hmm. And like you said, not necessarily that the game would be too simplistic, but I think if you focus more, like you said, on the story Mm-hmm. And on a lot of the collectibles, probably of like mm-hmm. you can kind of collect through and see what's this, been happening mm-hmm. and, and and all those things. That's I mean, that sounds pretty cool.
1: Again, it's not so much of like say if these just popped up out of nowhere. This would pique my interest. It would be so different. And three four three has been doing a lot of different things with their spinoffs. So I thought, why not have something kind of crazy
0: like that? Well, even just as a marketing ploy. Have you seen the KFC dating sim? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. So stuff like that, like if you guys haven't seen it, it's a Colonel Sanders dating sim similar to like the a Boyfriend or that game where you date a tank. Plenty of those. But then they spoof it, but it was just a marketing ploy. It's free mm-hmm. and it just really pushed KFC. So you could even do something like that with Halo where this game just comes out. Yeah. Like, again, we want to emphasize this
1: isn't like us being super serious about like this needs to happen. Like this would just pique my interest. I would see that even if it was a fan made one, I'd be all over it.
0: I think it'll be cool. and I think it's definitely plausible, and you can definitely reskin things mm-hmm. and just kind of change up the text of what's been said and what's kind of going on. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
1: Yeah, because a lot of indie games with that kind of style
0: do well because they're telling a very unique and interesting story. And it, and it hits on... And it, the thing is, too, with those, if you can really... Interest people in continuing what the story is, and the gameplay element is there. Mm-hmm. So, I guess what would be your gameplay element? See,
1: I haven't thought that far about it. There would be some battle, but I want to rely. So, there's more. no game to your game. <laughs> no, no, no. So, the, uh, so I'm saying there one. I want there to be some battling, but for the most part, it's about discovery and searching this open wherever. Maybe you're on a ring, maybe you're on just a forerunner world. I want that more, like just the open world discovery thing and and searching for things.
0: Okay. I can dig that. Yeah. So, so what about you? What's first on your list, Alex? First on my list would be kind of taking. Obviously, there's there's plenty of fans who have asked for horror flood games. Mm-hmm. Plenty of it out there. Yeah. One of my biggest things, though, and a lot of mine are kind of not like harvesting ideas from other games. And my first would be Left 4 Dead, mm-hmm. like a Killing Floor style. Yeah. So somewhat wave based, somewhat on rails to kind of get to the end of where you're going. Mm-hmm. And with Left 4 Dead. It really allows it to be open with uh, flood because you can kind of have them take the same idea and shape as some of the already mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead forms. Mm-hmm. So, like your boomer could be kind of like your carrier pods, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That kind of you know grow, like infect you, gross you out, possibly damage you, and then different combat forms you can kind of throw into those routes. And then even if you wanted to change up the lore a little bit and throw in... Oh, you don't do that. We're you, definitely doing you, that. You, I'm doing that for all of these, yeah. by the way. Uh, you, you throw stuff in that, which would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think having various campaigns as you go through for different characters. So, like, your four characters, I would say, would be civilian, marine... ODST. ODST. And then a fourth one would possibly be either, like, medic or something along those lines or mm-hmm. another civilian that kind of worked with them or even like shrink it down to all kind of civilians and different work things the same way that you found like your four characters in left for dead and left for dead 2 so i would love stuff like that and then everyone would start with probably just a pistol mm-hmm. and as you go through do your pickups i think someone actually
1: did a mod mm-hmm. of left for dead where it is halo-esque yeah so, so, so they it. just reskin it
0: yeah you just reskin it but this would have a little bit different like mm-hmm. you'd obviously want you know like or even escaping the covenant, stuff like that, like having like old Mombasa, new Mombasa stuff, seeing them do that, seeing the Battle of Cleveland, all those type of things would just mm-hmm. be kind of cool to see it happen and then eventually either keep the game all flood or have in those elements of... You know, covenant battle, things like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, like you, you see some covenant, but then eventually it's just all hands on deck for trying to get the fuck out and kill as many flood as humanly possible.
0: Yeah, and that would probably be down to where you're talking about killing floor, which mm-hmm. would just be like your wave based, you know, purchase weapons and stuff at the end of each round and just try and survive. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple games to make, and you it's basically for both these a reskin, an advanced reskin. Mm-hmm. Like you'd obviously change the weapons out, you would change up your settings and things like that, but it would still keep those game mechanics. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, I would play that for sure because it's kind of just like Call of Duty Zombies-esque. It's just sh- run and shoot.
0: Yeah, and and what's great about those is that you, you can pick them up with a friend, you can play them solo, but the replay value is amazing because mm-hmm. you can just kind of keep playing through the campaigns or with Killing floors, just how long can we survive on it, these different levels. It's basically like a party game. Yeah. The, those games,
1: like, a lot of zombie games like that are the perfect party
0: games. Yeah, like like... You'll have a little bit of lore, Mm -hmm. but most of it would just be kind of in the environment around you. Mm -hmm. Like it'd be taking place, you know, in this on Earth or on, you know, Harvest or on one of these planets that or on one of these planets where you've had either a human covenant conflict or possibly on a ring structure or just kind of wherever you want to take it. Mm -hmm. You can kind of make that however it needs to be Mm -hmm. just just as like you continued along.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I would definitely play that, and I think you, the replayability value there, as you said, is very, very high. Yeah, like, it'd be fun. I just love that type of stuff. hmm Yeah. So this is one that I actually threw out, I think, in one of our post-show episodes. You didn't like it, but I threw it in here anyways, because screw it. A Contact Harvest DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, I said, you know, not that much happened, but I think if you got happened, a, a, but yeah, continue. a DLC out of this... Mm-hmm then I think it would be doable. All
0: right, so what is it? where are we applying this DLC? Who's, what,
1: what game are we going on with this? I, I, it's a D- DLC of something. I don't know. I don't know what they have planned. This is, this is one of the official. This will be a DLC for one of the official spinoffs. It'll be,
0: it'll be a, a first-person Hold shooter. On. Hold on. So you're making DLC for a game that's not even made. So hopefully someone picks up this DLC (laughs) for an engine you have no idea where it goes. I am wishful thinking. Okay. Okay, let's say
1: it's a DLC for Infinite. Mm -hmm. How about that? So Infinite's, uh, you know, the furthest from this timeline right now. So let's go back to, you know, the beginning of the Human Covenant War because it's kind of fresh on our minds. So basically we had this concept of, you know, Halo Reach from the beginning. We knew the end. We could, you know, have that same vibe going on with Harvest but granted, the harvest or the first Harvest Invasion was small, and it was only a few battles, but all of these could be brought to the FBS genre. The DLC could be anywhere from four to six hours long, even though I think six would...
0: Six hours of... I don't know.
1: Harvest? Yeah, I'd do it. Ugh. I would absolutely do also, it. Also, that's a long DLC. I, I mean, who knows how uh, generous Microsoft is going to be in
0: the coming years hopefully a lot more generous than making us play six hours of Harvest. <laughs> so was it going to be four and a half hours of diplomacy and then an hour and a half of maybe combat? <laughs>
1: so basically just the the handful of skirmishes and missions you have. So you would be playing as Johnson working alongside Burn to face the oncoming threat of the Covenant and even fighting them within a few battles. So throughout the game, you, you can kind of see the tragedy of Harvest whenever it first happened. And also face the fact that you didn't save everyone because, you know, at the end of the book, they're like we didn't save everyone like, well, we saved people in general. So that's better than nothing. So some unique elements I did want to throw in this or throw in here is because since there's a small amount of militia, like let's say that most of the NPCs can't actually be killed, but just the AIs are pretty good about taking cover and being shitty and just not fighting that much. If you think about it, the the Militia did do a good amount in that game, but not so much that it put them in that much harm's way, and they didn't lose that many throughout the book.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. two and, battles. So. And, and so, you know, throughout the book, a lot of
1: other things happen. They talk about the the ball they go to, uh, Trebuchet, all that things. So I would want terminals in there. So you access them, and it's kind of Johnson- Having these it's like a terminal for like Johnson's backstory, his flashbacks going and see his aunt who's dead Operation Trebuchet all those things you know that way you can access them so you get all these the you get the story of the book but you don't have to play a mission where you just walk around this ball or play a mission where you walk into and find your grandma dead and then sit there for an hour right, and well, wait I, for the people
0: to come in. All right if you're not doing that I want to know where this four to six hours is coming from. I don't I This would be like an hour. This okay, okay, how about this 2 hours? 2 hours. Give me 2 hours.
1: Give me 2 hours. It will be 500 Microsoft points.
0: <laughs> yeah, that exists still.
1: Yeah, and so I would and and this was kind of my last spitball idea of like one thing they could have is you you have these you do have cutscenes like Halo 2 where you're seeing the covenant side of things and maybe even one of the last missions You play a very short mission as Tartarus, and it's like a boss battle. He fights and defeats Maccabeus and becomes chieftain of the Brutes. So even like a mini boss battle within the game itself. Okay. Let me me just tell you guys right now, I know nothing about writing games, so don't blame me for this as much as Alex is right now.
0: No, 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 no. Please, please let the comments know. (laughs) My awful ideas. This man wanting six hours of one of the most boring books in the series.
1: I liked the book and I like the story itself. I think I just, I want some kind of feeling like that came from Reach, you know, like that sadder Halo story that came just every time you took a step forward is three steps backward. But overall, that's my kind of idea of a harvest game. I know a lot of people do want a harvest game and we talked about it as well, that there's this idea that if they do add some more information in there, people will be upset about retconning the lore as they did with Halo Reach, because I actually discovered a thread recently. It's not a recent thread, but there's a long thread on Waypoint about people claiming and like not believing that Halo Reach is canon. They're like this
0: oh who they're, cares. They're like, this
1: is not a canon game, like once and for all. Just play the game. And they even said supposedly
0: Bungie did, but they provided no sources. So Whatever. Either way, just play the game. Just play the game. If if you want it in the story, have it in the story. I mean, you could have it where Star Wars just retconned 300 books and was like, that's not part <laughs> yeah, of it tw- anymore. 20 years. Yeah, that's not part of it. You could have that. No, yeah. I, okay, so I well, we're going to a Q&A on, on this now. I'm giving you all these Q&As. Okay, yeah. First person, third person. First person, yeah. S- or second person. First person. Full frontal view. <laughs> that's all you get. No, for, first person shooter. First person. So it's just going to be Halo. Yeah, I, I never said that this one
1: was out of the realm of... Being like off the rails, but I think just the concept itself is a little different because we haven't gotten any FPS DLCs like ODST was supposed to be. So you know, not every game that I
0: suggest is. No, no, is, no. Here's no, 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 no. the thing, and I'm not like knocking this completely. I, I think it can be a of a, a thing. I just want I just want you cover your bases. I'm covering my bases. So thank you. So, you, so you want it strictly Halo, like 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 as the game is now. So you don't want like any RPG elements to it to discovering things, or you want to just kind of be on rails like a Halo game for the most part, yeah. Okay, maybe even do what
1: Infinite is rumored to do some some open world levels. Since it's it's my theoretical Infinite DLC,
0: I gotcha. It'd be interesting. I mean, I, I would love to see if, and this is not just to hijack your idea a little bit. I'd love to see maybe a little bit more of that storytelling. RPG or ARPG element of it, where you do get to know, like, the, the militia members, mm-hmm. you know, burn better, maybe even, like, get a little bit more into the politics of it. Mm-hmm. I think that would just be interesting, because like you said, if you want to kind of pull on those heartstrings, kind of like what Reach did, you got to know the Spartans. Yeah. So I think if there's a little bit more element to that, maybe mm-hmm. you kind of walk through a camp, or, like, you're, you guys are setting up the bags, or maybe whenever you're uh, taking the civilians... Out of there. Maybe you have like little convos, mm-hmm. just to kind of have yeah. that, just to slow kinda... it down.
1: Yeah, slow, slow it down. Slow
0: it down. Okay, yeah. I would say that instead of having a, a fast-paced game like Halo, it's like shoot, 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 push a button, shoot, 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 go up there type thing. Yeah, then you slow down a little bit, and so, you get to know the character. So it's like
1: shoot, 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 but also have equal amount of parts of just just
0: you know intel. Yeah, and it may be that like your save points is like Johnson sleeping. Mm-hmm. So then you then you you get the flashback of his like frozen ant and Mm -hmm. you get the flashback of of trebuchet
1: or even like you only get those if you find those terminals in between yeah so it's like you find that terminal and then when you go to sleep you
0: get those yeah you do unlockable yeah something for that that'd be cool. Yeah. So, so what about you? What's, what's next on your list? One thing I would like to see that it takes it fully away, fully away from mm-hmm. what Halo is, is an exploration of the universe, of all the universe, of the various universes that are around, mm-hmm. and the various planets and home worlds. So kind of like what No Man's Sky does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with... I, I know that I know about the initial launch. I don't know okay. about
1: everything that's happened since then and how they've kind of tried there's, to bring it back to
0: life. There's stuff I haven't played it since then, but yeah, it's basically exploring planets, seeing the flora and the fauna, and, mm-hmm. and kind of building bases, things like that. So you can give or take those elements, but I think it'd be really cool to be able to travel celestially to these different planets. You know, either become friends or enemies with kind of who's there, or just have it be a really cool gallery of going through various planets and seeing what's going on mm-hmm. and seeing, like, what the ongoing homeworld is like and, and doing those type of things.
1: So I'm, I'm looking at this as kind of like, for me, it, it would just be, like, something available that you can download, like, straight from uh, 343. And it's like, is are you talking so much exploration or just discovery? Like, is there a gameplay to it, but it's more in the sense of discovery
0: or... I think it would depend on, on how you'd want to take it. If mm. you can either have it to where which would be kind of cool, you know, you are setting up the Covenant, and you've discovered these worlds, so you're you're doing the exploration of mm-hmm. what these home worlds or what these satellite worlds would be and either conquer them, bring them into the Covenant uh-huh. kind of peacefully, like with an agreement, or just glass a planet. So kind of like a tactical game. Like, more decision-making, or am I, or am I a little far off? Uh, it's, 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 it's just kind of open. okay, so I, I would say okay. T- okay. So there's two options. You get more tactical like that, or... Mm-hmm you just have it be more exploratory. Okay. And you okay. can kind of just interact with people and you know, you are depending on how you want it to say it, it would be nowhere near what lore would be, mm-hmm. but you could just be a traveler mm-hmm. who has no beef between any of them. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of just go through trade, build up bases, stuff like yeah. that or just explore and collect things from these worlds that can unlock more lore into uh uh-huh. Those peoples, yeah, and those aliens,
1: yeah, I, I'd say so, and definitely, I, I guarantee right now, someone would be like, I'd say for it to be the most open, and if you wanted to be faithful to the lore, it would have to be post human covenant war, Cause, yeah, yeah, because a traveler can't just show up from Earth and then go to you know Harvest and then go to Sing Helios and. Not get fucked up by somebody. Or
0: even be a forerunner and they're they're going mm-hmm. through their own slip world thing mm-hmm. that yeah, kind of goes ca- through. Being like almost like a fly
1: on the wall yeah. or, or being like in disguise or something like that. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I like that
1: because there are so many and I guess in retrospect, I didn't dive too far from FPS's with my list, but there are a lot of game genres that can be done even within the Halo realm that I think even I think you could take your idea and lore nerds would have a great time with it. If you just pack it oh, yeah. with as much information as possible with things that people do know and some new things. And I, and
0: you could even do it to where it's like, okay, view Harvest before the war. Mm-hmm. Like not obviously as like a glass planet, but like view Harvest as it was, as like this bastion of like waving grain and like mm-hmm. just like have a really beautiful landscape to see all these places or like really gritty or, you know, methane-infused, like, mm-hmm. just stuff like, like that. Like Moloho and whatnot. Yeah, like, like seeing those places and just seeing, like, how much art rendering you can really do with it. Mm-hmm. I, I would be interested in things like uh, going to High Charity as well. Yeah, High Charity, or even going to, like, a Merc world, where it's just all rebels mm-hmm. that, are, that own this refinery world. Yeah. And just going and seeing, like, how these people live. and The, the, the asteroid. Yeah, like, the asteroid belt like and stuff that, like that. Yeah. I, I think it would be cool... To not only have, like, be able to visualize it from either reading it or, you know, like, hearing about it in lore or mm-hmm. kind of seeing a bit in a game, mm-hmm. but really getting nice, beautiful detail in there, maybe interaction with people, maybe it's, like I said, just kind of a fly on the wall, seeing mm-hmm. how things happen, just to get, like, a really beautiful kind of chill game. Mm-hmm. I would say, uh,
1: kind of like what you did with my last thing, I'm going to bounce off yeah. your idea a little bit, is almost like if you took the lore
0: aspect of Outpost Discovery and made it a game. hmm like I think that would be really cool. I think I think it'd be amazing, and like you could see Spartans training back on Reach mm-hmm. if you want. Like like go back, depend on you know obviously how you so, get so the game. it's not all,
1: not only you're going anywhere as well, but or along with going to any place at any time.
0: Yeah, kind of like the peak time mm-hmm. of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you can kind of do a bit of time travel with it to kind mm-hmm. of see. Obviously, like all this would put an amazing amount of game resources in that would be yeah. Yeah, take way too much time.
1: So it's basically like Doctor Who meets Halo.
0: Yeah. So it's like you're the forerunner doctor. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you can kind of like pick up every language and you mm-hmm. can kind of like be seen how you want to be seen, maybe. Yeah. And kind of interact. I think that would be cool. I think uh-huh. that'd be fun. Yeah.
1: Cause that's so much not about like just the gameplay itself, or maybe it is a little bit, but it's just about the discovery.
0: Yeah. It would just be about the discovery. And it's, and it's just seeing how these worlds are built, how people and creatures interact, what's mm-hmm. the floor under fauna for those and just kind of seeing I guess with with all lore compiled together what an artist rendition of these places could be
1: and I was even thinking something we didn't mention is just seeing the effects of a flood infection on a world or you know if a world was cleared from a a flood infection Mm -hmm. how does that world come back then after like the firing of a halo rings
0: yeah I mean that would actually be cool too like time lapse stuff is like Mm -hmm. how does the planet you know reintroduce itself to life
1: yeah so now back to the more crazy FPS route that I've been going with all these. And this is one that I Yeah, the the, the crazy route. <laughs> the
0: really crazy, pretty traditional,
1: exact same type of thing. <laughs> I meant crazy compared to
0: your nice kind my, of actually my, my, cool my, my idea. Beautiful kind of wandering.
1: Yeah. I want to see the insurrectionist war mm-hmm. played out in a mm-hmm. game. Cause we never really see that we've only ever seen rebels in wars in the skirmish modes, and they, they're mentioned here and there. Like, they're mentioned in Reach because you start out thinking you're going to fight them, which I was kind of like, oh, this is going to be cool. We're going to fight some rebels. We didn't. It was the Covenant, but I would love to see that. So in in this game, you would see that the Insurrectionist War was the reason for the Orion and Spartan programs. So for, for me, I really want to see kind of these grittier things that we've learned about with Insurrections, like say in Halo uh, Contact Harvest whenever... Burn is just smashing legs with his mm-hmm. with his boots and whatnot, and seeing all these terrorist attacks. Like I think it would be cool to kind of see like a more grounded version of Halo. Like, see, like, humans killing humans, like these, this crazy shit that they're doing to each other. For me, some unique elements I thought could be in this game was you would invade rebel units and facilities to weaken their efforts against the UNSC. Along with, throughout the game, you could also start questioning your own actions with harsh interrogation methods against, like, the rebels. Because I'm sure there was one guy there who saw Burn destroying this man's legs, and they're probably like, ah. We probably shouldn't and the morality of that is also brought up in other books Mm -hmm. along with you could you know have missions where you fight alongside johnson and burn during a few of their missions even maybe even do one with trebuchet and then also with project orion you could again i like the whole finding files or terminals you you find hidden files and you learn more about orion so it's just like you're getting little clips and snippets here and there maybe even piece that Johnson himself was part of Orion and possibly even Burton.
0: I like that. And see, I, it's funny enough, I have an exact game that I was thinking about, mm-hmm. the opposite of that. Okay.
1: Oh, so you are the insurrection. You are the insurrection. Ooh. And you
0: see from their point of view, every war and every history has the two sides to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's always, on either side, there's the good guy, it's whoever's telling the story, mm-hmm. and the bad guy's the loser. History is written by the winners. Yeah, that's what it is. So I would love to see it, and it would it would definitely be an RPG element, kind of like Days Gone that just came out, which is, it's based on zombies, but it's kind of like you have to, you know, get supplies where you can. Yeah. You know, obviously if you're on on a insurrectionist world or something that's being starved out, like, you have minimal supplies. Like, you don't have, obviously as we've read and heard, the the top-of-the-line weaponry. Mm -hmm. You don't have top line machinery. You make do with what you have. Yeah. So I think going through that, seeing who the rebel leaders are, what rebels deal with what, you know, and, and who can, you know, and then eventually obviously dealing with the unsc Mm -hmm. and seeing from their point of view of like we're just trying to live like we just don't want the oppression of this yeah but you send in this military force and eventually evolve these soldiers that are almost unstoppable to come kill us
1: yeah i I would like that but in the sense of like maybe you are a soldier who thinks this is an innocent cause like with my idea and you start to kind of question the morality of it like should we be bombing cafes like all this stuff
0: and it could even go that the game is both you play Mm -hmm. on either side like you flip back and forth you Mm -hmm. play as like a unsc soldier and then you also play as like a mid-level insurrectionist Mm -hmm. so you kind of see from either side what your causes are doing
1: yeah i definitely think that there there was a lot that went on with the civil war within humanity That is just criminally overlooked, even, you know, with casual players like they they know about some of it. Like, oh, yeah, there was a civil war. It's not really a thing anymore. But I think like a lot happened in there that really would make people like cringe. And it, it said grounding it and cringe as in like a like the way that you look at, like, a car accident, you know? but <laughs> The use of the word cringe 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's just its idea. Like, yeah, I think that would be one of the more grounded Halo games. And I, and I hate to say this and someone's going to get upset, but it almost like it
0: has that Call of Duty feel. Well, it, it has, like, the bloody realism of it. Because mm-hmm. with Halo, you're just like, shoot, shoot, shoot. They're bad guys. Kill them. They're aliens. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad about this at whatsoever. Yeah, and you, you don't feel any of that, really, until you get to, like, kind of, I guess you kind of feel it when you play as the Arbiter, but then you're still killing Covenant at the same time? No, I'd say I never really felt that, because it's like you're just you're That's killing non you're, you're, you're still just killing yeah. non-human with that. Yeah. And it's not till I guess, even in 5, I guess, you can have a little bit of it, but... Uh. I don't know. hey, well, that's the thing. and this isn't a complaint
1: about Halo, but it's 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 out there. It's a sci-fi shooter.
0: yeah, it's and it's what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't meant to kind of really make you think hard about your actions. Mm-hmm. You're a super soldier that's doing what super soldiers do best.
1: Yeah, and that's why we have the books to kind of show this ugly side of this war. Mm-hmm. But I think if you really saw it firsthand, you know it's it's that story is being unfolded to you and you play along to it. I think a lot more people would appreciate everything that happened within the cold protocol. There's this bombing that happens and it goes into pretty good detail about like kind of coming out of shock, you know, from like an explosion looking around and seeing people are dead or some bodies are moving or some guys are trying to get up from it. Like visual stuff like that, if you actually see like I think it's I think it would resonate really well with Halo fans.
0: Oh, I mean. I mean, have you watched Band of Brothers? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's expertly shot to show, like, the horrors of war yeah. And what actually goes on that it's not just, like, allies or access are winning this thing. It's, like, these are lives being traded.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Like, you've had guys that were on the beach that day said so that's the most accurate representation they've ever seen. Yeah. Because it was, you know, how many bodies can we throw out here until we go through? Yeah, that's
0: exactly what it is. And so... Yeah, you're right. I, I would love to see a game, whether it's both sides in the same game, kind of that playing back and forth and maybe, I don't know, a cliche meeting up or they don't meet up or, or whatever, or just having either game would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Or even like not so much switching back and forth, but the first half of the game, like they did that with the uh, Cybertron games. So first half be Decepticons, second half be the Autobots. Don't give me that look. I, I love those. I, I love that I love this those is your fucking games. Game. I love those fucking games. <laughs> And Derek said he liked them too, damn it. So I don't want to hear any more about it. You know what's like Halo?
0: What's like bloody, gritty war? Transformers.
1: <laughs> I meant that aspect of the first half. I, I know of this. you're talking about, yeah. Oh, man. But, but yeah, overall, I do like that idea. I think this could be one of the more grittier games that we would get if that were to ever happen.
0: Yeah, because you could see more hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. You could see just more war happened guerrilla tactics yeah guerrilla tactics more just brutality than just kind of shooting some purple bluish blood people Mm -hmm,
1: yeah with squeaky voices and you just move on instead like you know you have almost those quick time actions of having to look someone in the eye before you sink a knife into them or something like that
0: yes stuff like that because we were talking with arroyo and you know, he was talking about that they wanted – they originally had in stuff to, like, blow arms off and, like, uh-huh. spear guys, you know, against a rock, like, when they were putting the brutes in. But uh-huh. obviously that just wasn't Halo. Yeah. So I think we'd be getting a little bit of that aspect built That's into it. this. Well,
1: remember that Eric even said that he pitched an idea for Halo to go back to the – the Spart- like, the actual Spartan times, like, mm-hmm. in Greece. So, like – I Granted, I, I don't know if I exactly like that idea, but just that idea of you can see that brutality. Like when yeah. you stab another human or you shoot them, blood comes out.
0: Yeah, that, that there's actual consequences than mm-hmm. just like respawning. Yeah.
1: So what about you? What's what's next on your list?
0: So, so taking it back again from there and, and exploring, I think, a lot more of the lore and the world building mm-hmm. would be to take us back to little 2011 time okay when we had league of legends and heroes of the storm coming out and dota 2 so having a moba mm-hmm. with this you'd still have probably like 5v5 3v3 you know whatever action going on are you familiar with these games did you play League? Vaguely, I never played League. Okay,
1: I, I've I've you know seen my friends sit there and play them while we hang out.
0: Like okay, that's fine. So so for those of you who don't know of these games, it's basically team versus team game. It's typically trying to destroy the other's base. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like a goddamn RTS. Similar to that. So it it takes the ideas of that, but it, it's it's all live. You level up your character as you either kill mobs, which is kind of like the enemies on the map, or you completing objectives in a way, I guess you would say, more of Heroes of the Storm style. So I would love this because you could have in so many UNSC, so many different Covenant characters, and then you could bring in some Forerunner, Promethean characters that you want mm-hmm. as your main character. Would it kind of be like what they do in Wars and you have, like, your heroes? Or, or, yes, yes. I, I think I'm wrong with heroes, but, yeah, you have, like, Captain Cutter and all those other characters. Exactly, like the Arbiter. And, and you would just play that character. Okay. And, and that character, you start at level one, and, like, in League, you get to level eight, if I'm correct I haven't played that in so long And then in Here's the Storm You get to like level 5 or 6 like, And each time you level up Your skill tree goes up And you, in League specifically You buy items mm-hmm. And those items either increase Like your damage, your attack speed Your defense, your resistance, your speed All those type of things mm-hmm. And so you can kind of have that element whether it's dumbed down a little bit kind of with heroes of the storm which is blizzards mm-hmm. so you're getting like world of warcraft diablo you know starcraft those type of characters in there yeah so you'd get all these different characters that have their own abilities that you'd unlock but also you can equip weapons you can you know possibly get vehicles or, mm-hmm. or other things to kind of help you out yeah Which
1: would be kind of cool yeah i i, I can't comment too much on this is because i don't i'm not i've never actually sat down and played those games mm-hmm. a, i have so many friends that to this day play them, like, religiously. That tournament happened here just recently in St. Louis with that, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah, it was the uh,
1: spring tournament. Yeah, reason enough. But
0: I wouldn't be against that idea. It would be different. Yeah, Change of pace. Well, and it would What I would love, too, is you can bring in characters like, yep, yep, and all these other characters that, mm-hmm. you know, that would be, like, more of a support role, or you'd get yeah. more of, like, these tanky characters, or, like, because you get, like, a hunter or, like, Tartarus or someone as, like, a character with their abilities going against... People they may never have ever fought, so obviously lore in that realm way out the window. Yeah, yeah. But as far as the lore of who the character is and the relationship with characters within the universe, yeah, would be written. So, it's, so
1: it's like the Halo Wars lore, or like the, the the Halo Wars in the sense that online there's no lore.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. wouldn't be any lore for like if you the Arbiter was fighting this person they've never talked to, or they mm-hmm. they're they're they were fighting a, a Forerunner. Exactly, something like that. But they would all be in there within the family of Halo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I like that idea. It would be, again, that's also a change of pace just because Halo has has branched out on genres officially with RTS, with top-down shooters, mm-hmm. with the arcade games. But, you know, we haven't seen anything that truly at the end of the day, other mainly than wars involving just a gun and shooting, pointing and shooting. Even then with wars, it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, so it would, it would be interesting how they would do it, and it would probably be much more on the lines of how... Heroes of the Storm does it Mm -hmm. because those were already established characters who you had to be like, oh, what are their major perks that they did? Whereas with League, you built these characters and you made them to kind of fit your game. Mm -hmm. All of uh, Heroes of the Storm are pulled from their IP. Mm -hmm. So so whether it's an Overwatch character or whether it's a character in Diablo, it pulls them into the game and they get four abilities, I think, also like with an auto attack Mm -hmm. to kind of have within that.
1: Yeah, that's, I definitely would play that. Yeah. So now I, I think you'll like this. There, the, and now there's already kind of a mod for this. There's Sins of the Prophets, mm-hmm. which is a mod of Sins of the Solar Empire. But I think that we should get a space RTS because the lead concept designer at Creative Assembly did make concept art to pitch to Microsoft a Halo Wars 3. So, initially, the, it was going to be all space battles. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not against that idea. I think that would be really cool. That, this is more of, like, my honorable mentions list, but I like the idea of having a space RTS and maybe wrapping up the trilogy for the Wars games.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely plausible, in my opinion, and it's just not a game that I enjoy, there are games out there that do that really well. Well, what if they what if they do do, like, they actually... Do <laughs>
1: What if they break it down to here's a PC version optimized for PC, and then we have the console version?
0: I think even even beyond that, like, space is interesting because I think it's more so that space is kind of like, in my opinion, water levels. It's, okay. It's it's, it's it's kind of like it's a level in there that can be done really well, but there's so many ones that have been done so poorly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's definitely plausible, and I think you'd still have to figure out how ships would be handled because obviously we're still seeing that for the most part covenant ships are still out handling UNSC stuff well
1: something that i had an idea is that typically it would for the most part and i think like not a lot of people like this but you fight losing battles okay you fight a lot of losing battles or when you do win it's because you outnumber them five to one mm-hmm. S- things like that i know that sins of the prophets does pretty well a lot of people play that mm-hmm. And, and granted, I know we talked about this. I think back in episode number two, but I've watched some gameplay of it. It does look very complex, but in the sense that people are having like two hour campaigns. Yeah, with th- it. that
0: there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. I, I think piggybacking off your idea a little bit, I mm-hmm. would also love a space battle game where each person pouts their own ship. Okay,
1: Do you, is it just one on one? Are they fighting? No, it would, be, it would be like
0: how like you could have 100 people in the game okay and okay. you would have your own ship and then you could like squadron up with people and be like okay we're going to go take out that ship over there are we are we talking they just have like
1: pelicans or or you know hornets or do they have like
0: uh they're pillar of Autumn? yeah yeah they're, like they're controlling the fleet like they okay. have something with mac cannons and like okay. it would be big ship battles that your your npcs you could send out as like abilities uh-huh. that would be like you know sending out pelicans for certain drop missions to, to pull supplies from the planet or something mm-hmm. I, various things along those lines yeah
1: i definitely think that i am i'm all for it i think it would be interesting i'm i'm trying to branch out of playing less fpss cuz that's my my bread and butter and trying to do a little more different things i think like I, the only RTS I've ever played was Halo Wars, and that's because it had a Halo sticker slapped on it. Mm-hmm. So I I always like the idea of if a Halo War or if a, a Halo game is different than the norm, then I'm going to check it out. And that's one reason why I would love to see a space battle Halo game, but it's hard for me to want to do that or just play a space battle game in general without Halo being on it.
0: I can understand that, and I think that's what really helps drive some of these games is having that IP. Mm-hmm. I think you need to branch out a little bit. Of course, play of some course. games.
1: But I mean, at the end of the day, look at what other Call of Duty games are there than FPSs. Granted, that's a very odd example, but not a lot of games are from, from what I know. Like top level games are branching out from one or two genres.
0: Well, I guess it depends. I mean, you you picked a specifically war game mm-hmm. that now, I guess, has a story to it. And you do have your spin offs like Zombies mm-hmm. and the Battle Royale and other things they do with Call of Duty. So you do have those options with that, but I understand what you're saying. is like they're not... I don't say they're not innovating outside of what they do, but they are the top-selling title of all time. Yeah, that's why I said it was kind of a bad example. But yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of a video game franchise that really goes off the rails with their genres. Nintendo. Yeah, okay. Uh, cause I, would Zelda... say, I
0: would say Nintendo entirely.
1: Because Zelda came to mind, and then I instantly thought, well, Mario as well. So, yeah. N- yeah, because n- Nintendo, I... IP... Nintendo IPs are just out
0: there. Yeah, because they, they, they do an interest within their game. They, they jump out of it. Like, with Donkey Kong, you had your, your staples for, like, the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. And then even, like, on GameCube, you had the one where you had bongo drums mm-hmm. yeah. to run. And like they had various gimmicks and they're very gimmicky with them. But then you also had staple games that everyone knows, like Super Smash Brothers, Mm -hmm. Mario Kart, Mario Party, Super Mario World. Yeah, that that brings in these IPs from all over and kind of puts them in to this game where they never would be in the same universe type thing. Yeah. okay, I get that. Yeah. So so I, I think they do that really well. And it definitely helps, too, when your game is more cartoon than it is real life. Yeah. okay, I'll give you that one. Because I think that that's that's really where you can branch out and be kind of like, well, you know, just throw them in there because they're cool. It's
1: fucking Mario. He doesn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's, it's Mario. He belongs or, anywhere. Yeah, and and you can kind of put him wherever. And and so you're seeing more games branch out and do some cool stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. It's it's tough when you're already the number one seller on various consoles. Mm-hmm.
1: If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that can all, almost be said with Halo. I mean, granted. It, 343 kind of going up up shit creek they just got their paddle so hopefully they can make it up there after halo 5 but i think that if infinite is successful i think fans will be a lot more open to these spinoff games because say like i like spartan assault i haven't played strike but i genuinely like spartan assault i know some people have said some good things about fireteam raven i think it's just a matter of being able to pull off these
0: spinoffs outside of your bread and butter genre well no, it's 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 tough. I mean, there's games that 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 can do it, and there's games that totally flop it. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, I mean, I guess what would be besides Halo, what's kind of your favorite game, game or game genre? I'd say
1: I'd say the Zelda games are up there with me. I love I love the Zelda games, and they've gone from top-down to open world to stuff like that, and then also the Arkham games as well. I love Mm -hmm. the Arkham games, but for the most part, I mean, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of that more open-esque world kind of play, third person. So it's hard for me to say, I mean, as a a franchise as a whole, like, those stick out for me.
0: And that makes sense. I mean, those those were games that either really pushed what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, whenever Arkham Asylum came out, I mean, that was a game that just... No one asked for, but yeah. they were like, oh, I do want this. Yeah, the second they got it, they were like, thank God I got this. I do love this beat-em-up engine because mm-hmm. it is good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you had Spider-Man kind of piggyback on that. You had the Lord of the Rings piggyback on that as well, mm-hmm. having that same kind of engine going through it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's definitely plausible. And, I mean, there, I think there's plenty of room for fan-made games mm-hmm. like that. I kind of talked to you, too, about Halo Mythic. Yeah. Uh, Because one game that I always try and get into, and the group always falls, but I love it so much, is like D&D, Pathfinder, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I would love to see taking the idea of like Halo Mythic and putting it into video game form. Mm -hmm. And one game that did that really well was Divinity Original Sin and then Divinity 2, which are basically D&D style games where each choice you make is kind of in that D&D style, like, you can Mm -hmm. kill anybody. Yeah. Or you can spare them. Or you can do this quest or not. Or you can pick this skill tree and be this kind of mage or not. I would love to see stuff like that within the Halo universe.
1: Yeah. And, again, like, people, there are going to be people that write that off because it's no one direction and the outcomes will all be different so thus you know people say well that's not canonical which i think it's okay to put out games that aren't canonical and that's fine and that's what
0: halo mythic is uh, screw canon when it comes if it's fun you, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a part of it yeah it doesn't have to have a backstory if, or all these if literally if literally you're like this isn't canon i'm not playing it if that's your reasoning for not playing a game mm-hmm. that's just weird Yeah. Like like, you're so deep involved that it's like I I can't even think of this. This would poison my mind and make me think that this was part of it. Yeah. If it's fun and it's within the realm of what could be, I I would say go for it. Why why not go for
1: that? Yeah. I think like if you told me like say Spartan Assault or Fireteam Raven was not canonical, that would not stop me from playing it. No. Like at all. If it's fun and it can hold my interest, perfect. So so what what kind of elements would you want to see out of this? So I I would love to
0: see where, I guess you'd probably have two story arcs. Uh You'd probably either have to be within a human or within a covenant. Uh And there would be a campaign, uh, kind of like what you have with D&D and everything. You'd you'd kind of be not on rails, but you'd go through the campaign like you would with kind of any Uh storyline. But it's still open. You know, you can kind of do what you want to do. You can do those quests or not do them. So I think it would be tough because you'd really have to, I think really what it would boil down to is kind of what campaigns you'd write for it. Mm -hmm. Are you a soldier? Are you a civilian working in this realm to help out the war effort? Are you a Spartan? Are you an elite? Are you a grunt? You know, what are those things? Mm -hmm. But I would love to see something like that where you can kind of build your own story up and play through it with friends to kind of just create your own story. So yeah, any canon would be out the window. But I think if you can create your own stories within the Halo universe and just allow your imagination to run, I think it'd be cool. It could have canonical elements. Bring in some 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 areas. Yeah, like, and like, you could bring in staple characters. Like it, you can bring in already established characters to mm-hmm. kind of talk about things. Or yeah, I think what you're kind of going on is. You can have a predetermined thing that's already happened, and you're just part of it, yeah, like say like you're, you're a civilian on the ship leaving harvest after it was glass
1: because like, they they did stuff like that with the interactive strategy game, mm-hmm. like okay, here's just kind of this this hint of what actually happened, like bring those kind of elements in, yeah,
0: and but, I think people would love it it's well it's it's great because that's d and d and Pathfinder are built on that of, mm-hmm. of having an imagination, having a, a you know a dungeon master having a, a you know a guide to help you through these things. But just having fun with it, like not taking yourself way too serious. That it's like, ooh, yeah, those two people would never be in that same world at the they same time. They would never
1: meet. That's bad. Yeah.
0: So it's it's just like have fun with it and and see what you love about like the universe and push mm-hmm. it and ha- and and have fun with your friends and do it and like because honestly, with the interactive strategy game, that's what a lot of it was. It was yeah, build your own battles. Would these people be on the same battlefield in the same area? Probably not. Yeah. But have fun with it and just. Experiment and have an imagination. Basically, whatever
1: situation you you wanted to happen in the Halo universe, you can make happen yeah, with this game. Exactly. So this is the umbrella for all of our spinoff
0: games. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the umbrella for all of it. So it would still be kind of that turn-by-turn-based mm-hmm. tactics-style game, but you would have so many other like cool just build-your-own-lore elements or learn about the history of these peoples mm-hmm. or... There's just so much you can really do with it.
1: Yeah, even you said, it. add those canonical elements in where you, you if you know a lot about the lore, visit a place and explain the lore of that planet or this species
0: or anything like that or this battle. Yeah, and, and elements of, like, you know, if you're an Ungoy, like, you're going to have a rough time. <laughs> if, yeah. if you're around stuff. It's the same thing, like, that Divinity game I was talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a character you can pick that is a skeleton, and they can wear the face of a human, and they're fine. if That's, they're, a, that's how I feel. Yeah. If they're not everyone freaks the fuck out and either tries to attack you or runs away and finds someone to, like, kill you.
1: So where where, are your, uh, skin face, where are your skin kids? face, kids? So, where
0: your skin face? So it's stuff like that that I would love to see that it's just a role-playing game uh-huh. that kind of really delves you into what elements you love about it and just kind of what people can think of. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I think I think that
1: I wish a lot more Halo fan games would come out so we can get things like this. Now, mm-hmm. granted... Making games is not easier. And yeah. Every year it gets fucking harder and harder. But that's just wishful thinking for me. Because we've had some cool fan games come out or in the works.
0: Yeah, they, that, that are just really cool out there. And and I love when you see stuff like that and there is support from studios or developers mm-hmm. that are like, yeah, cool. Sounds yeah, good. go
1: for it. And then you have Microsoft. They're like, uh-uh, we didn't, we didn't say okay.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it happens. I mean, you're protecting your money, mm-hmm. which I yeah. get. Uh, but I, I think there needs to be more investment in those type of things. That's why, like I said, I, I really enjoy Halo Mythic, and I'm really mm-hmm. glad stuff like that exists. So you can take an element of a game that you like mm-hmm. and apply it to this. Mm-hmm. So if you want to call it a really advanced reskinning or, or whatever you want to recall, call it, like I, I think there needs to be that to, one, bring creativity to the gaming universe so you're not just stuck with a Halo 4 and 5, which is just like a marginal game. yeah. But you're actually given like this cool creativity on what people want to see and explore and hear, and not necessarily read 45 books. Yeah, like- to have to build up to that idea on the lore, but mm-hmm. they can like experience it in a game or or in expanded game lore uh-huh. that's more interactive than passive like reading yeah so i know you
1: mentioned you had kind of a flood horror s game and i mm-hmm. have a version of that too that i want to bring to the table so one of if not the most requested spinoff games from halo fans in the franchise is a flood horror game as mm-hmm. we talked about so for my game this would be set during the human covenant war and you would play as a marine and i don't even want you as an odst i want you bottom tier yeah you in a and you're either trapped on a halo ring or a Forerunner planet for whatever reason or maybe even high charity and you have to fight off the flood and you're basically like i i thought a little bit about this like the overall plot is you have to you have to stay in this area and and i mean it's a big open area clearly and survive until evac comes now something else i want in this game is that you would see the true horrors of the flood so in you know, with with as developed as games are now, this wouldn't be hard. But when someone's transforming into the flood, especially with with all the like new nuances in the engines now, you could actually see them like screaming and slowly transform. Oh yeah, just
0: like there's like their Bo- uh, spine snap and like go bones back and everything, break yeah.
1: and their their head going back. Like like for you, I wanna I want you as a player to be like, holy shit! Almost like the thing, mm-hmm. like watching one of those transformations happen. And the idea of like you, the again having to face the fact like oh shit, I have to kill this person that was my friend, and like you have to kind of, you know, basically live with that. And if you don't, you will succumb to the flood and you will die. Yeah. So and, and as I said, I I almost want this to bring elements from the thing. If you if anyone hasn't seen the thing from nineteen eighty two, I think John Carpenter, one of my favorite horror horror sci-fi movies of all time i recommend it i want to say there was some inspiration from the flood from that i could be wrong but it, it's a great movie so for me some unique elements i want to see from this is as i had stated the the firsthand horror of like what happens to someone when they're infected by the flood mm-hmm. and maybe even have some terminals where it's talking about like jenkins or something and what he had to deal with and whatnot also of like wildlife and animals be infected by the flood, like we saw in the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. So like all of a sudden you're walking, you think you take out all these covenant and then this infected dog or like cat runs up to you or a a fucking bear. Wouldn't that be terrifying? Like a mini boss battle or something? Like, oh, yeah. cause I think that's more realistic. They infect everything. We saw that with wars. You mm-hmm. saw the wildlife start getting under control about the flood. So as well as like, I, I, I want there to be some kind of, and I don't know how this would happen. Some strategic thinking in there. So it's like say like you have a situation like do I activate these two turrets and leave this one area open and we try to fight this off or do we activate this trap over here? I think that would be interesting. Kind so of like it's a last defense wave battle.
0: Okay, so so you're kind of taking um, you know, stuff from like Dead Island, State of Decay, mm-hmm. other similar mm-hmm. zombie genres that at times have you do wave defense or like you said like we can either put fences up here or I can use my resources to build a turret nest. Yeah. Really? yeah. Like, like, what do we do?
1: Yeah, so some small research management like that. and Maybe even you see that, like, you do it like this. You you activate these two turrets and try to, to control this one open area, but instantly that fails. So, like, some trial and errors with it. Some, like, real mm-hmm. life, like, oh, fuck, I should not have done that. Maybe I'll move one of the turrets over here. But, you know, stuff like that. Like, I think little more against strategic thinking like that. And then also like I and we never get these in Halo. I would love to see at least one stealth like mission. Like maybe they have to do a walking dead thing. They have to cover themselves in flood guts and just wander through.
0: I think that would be okay. interesting. Yeah, I I think there's definitely definitely promise for it there. And I know like like you said, like if you've read any forums, you're seeing everyone has their own idea on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I, I think it adds in, you know, a lot of your traditional zombie game elements of wave defense because that's what the flood is. I mean it's a flood. Yeah. It's it's a it's a flood of, of, of flesh and mess mm. and that's trying to overtake everything it can. So, you know, can you defend? You know, can you defend what you can? Can you reach out? Now, would you have elements of like meeting up with other Marines or civilians or ODST or Oni people like
1: See, I don't I think I was thinking it was like a semi larger esque squad. Okay. And you have you're almost in like this small community area so you have like your hub and then stuff will just come in almost like what game is it that you basically i think it is a zombie game that you just build up your area and i think it's first person and then like uh, the occasional wave of zombies just comes in like without warning
0: oh 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 so you can do stuff there's there's seven days to die which is one where you can kind of build out a habitat and every Mm -hmm. seventh day a swarm comes So so it's it's potentially like that, yeah, yeah, there's there's games out there. I would
1: want this to be legitimately randomly generated. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you just hear this screech, and it could be a big invasion. It could only be four infector forms or anything like that. You know, like, just you don't know. That's pretty cool. Like, something happens, and it's just like, oh, shit, am I prepared for this? So always having to keep on your toes, and maybe even still keeping it, again, first-person shooter— having a gun but it's like there's a lot more to do than just use that gun
0: yeah like you said with resource management with like i'm assuming you have to venture out to like find stuff for your mm, base yeah maybe occasionally just be like we need more weapons we
1: know of you know it's say if we're on high charity like this section of high charity we know there's a weapons cache Which, if if you've read The Flood or played CE, never go for the weapon
0: caches. Exactly. Well, yeah, because I love games like that that are base builder type stuff, where Mm -hmm. it's like you're doing a wave defense thing, but it's like, okay, we're still improving the base. Like, now we have this area that we can do, like, stockpiling, and now we Mm -hmm. have this area that can do this. Kind of like, I don't know about any of the previous ones, you
1: can do that in uh, Fallout 4. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yes, like, Fallout 4, very rudimentary, like, base Mm -hmm. type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Or, like, there's another zombie game that's, like, an 8-bit style that's, like, uh, they are billions. And it's it's a game where you build up your base and try and keep zombies out. And you can send out, like, sniper squads and stuff, like, take care of them but eventually you will get overrun because mm-hmm. there are billions. Yeah. Okay, so it's like okay, you start okay. like small swarms and then eventually a swarm will break in and kill you. But yeah. The title so, is kind of a spoiler there. I know. It's a shame. But <laughs> it's, it's a really cool game. So yeah, stuff like that I think would just be a really cool element to keep that Halo-esque mm-hmm. aspect into it, but still be like you have to be on your toes at all times. It's not just like, you know, in, in two hours, here they come. Yeah, like there's a countdown.
1: But yeah, and I know that that's not the last of it from Flood campaigns from us you've got something as well
0: yeah so i know i touched on horror a little bit just kind of get into the genre of left for dead killing Mm floor-esque but one that i think would be pretty fun well i think would be pretty fun would be something kind of like either like outlast or like alien isolation Mm -hmm. uh, which is basically where you really don't have any equipment you may just be like a civilian on the planet or like you're a marine out of ammo or you mm-hmm. have a small clip or something mm-hmm. and it's much more about like getting these objectives to get out to like an escape pod
1: yeah you're like an oni scientist or
0: something yeah that's like like there's one escape pod left you have to kind of crawl through the ship you know do you open this door that causes loud sound to take mm-hmm. the shortcut or do you crawl through a vent like yeah various things where it's all first person and it's all just like a little bit of jump scare but just mm-hmm. a lot of like heart pounding like yeah. oh you're gonna fall when you turn. And there's a combat form. Yeah. And, and then like, you have sprint. Yeah. And or like it... QTE stuff. And yeah. It's like, did, did, did it see you? And then you turn the corner again and it's
1: book setting right yeah. at you, And you're like, oh shit. And
0: it's like, what do I do from here? So it, it, it'd it be kind of cool to either have it procedurally generated. So like the ship always changes around. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll have similar elements, but like trying to like yeah. do these objectives and get out. should would be pretty cool. and Or something like Outlast, uh, which I don't know if you've ever played it. No. So you go into this insane asylum as a journalist. So you're carrying a camera that has a battery. So that's a a big thing is that's how you see night vision mm-hmm. and whatnot. You keep changing batteries. But something like that where you have to go through either a, a place on Earth or you happen to be working on a ring or you're wherever you are mm-hmm. that you're infected with this flood, mm-hmm. whether it's canonical or not. And you have to kind of figure out what the flood are doing and then also escape like with that yeah. research knowledge. Yeah.
1: I think it would be even like you talk about that you turn the corner. You turn the corner and you're in, like, you see the midst of someone transforming into the flood. Like, yeah, yeah. scary shit like that. Cause I know that Alien Isolation
0: terrified me. Oh, yeah. That game was, but that game was so unique and good. Yeah. And and stuff like that where it's like the game just kind of predicts stuff for you and it just always keeps you on your toes. So you, you get that, like, one moment of, like, reprise. You're like, Okay, I can think right now, and then you hear like little skitter scatters. Yeah. Of, like some infection <laughs> forms. You're like, oh, nope, got to keep going. You are
1: the screech of something out in the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I keep saying screech a lot. I guess the flood screech, but oh will. it happens. I do like that idea. I definitely think that you could get something cool. Because even say you're maybe you're on a small ship with only five or six people, and then you all split up at the beginning. Like it doesn't have to be that there are hundreds of flood infection forms coming at you or combat forms. It only takes one to screw you over. So imagine if you're running from three or four.
0: And it may, you may even shift it, like you said, maybe instead of or on top of it being a single player game, you could have multiplayer like uh, Dead by Daylight, mm-hmm. which is where you have four people have to activate these generators while, you know, a killer is trying to find them and kill them.
1: Oh, uh, okay, OK. So this is
0: kind of like, all right, we, the, the ship's powers out. We got to restart that. And then we have to get to the escape pods mm-hmm. while stuff's going on. And then if someone, you know, gets swarmed, then they become a flood. Yeah. And they can kind of like dictate what's going Mm -hmm. on.
1: And maybe it kind of almost turns into zombie-esque. Then it's like three against one or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Stuff
0: like that. So like your chances at the beginning are really good. So you Mm got to figure that out. And then it starts to obviously dwindle as you Mm -hmm. longer you're on the ship.
1: I think there just needs to be this element that 343 needs to show us of like, okay, we need to instill the fear into you that you felt the first time you saw the flood in combat evolve.
0: And think about how much the flood is hated until it's taken out of the game. Mm Mm-hmm. People like, uh, hey, four or five. What do you got going on here? What the fuck, bitch? Where are they at? Are you should sure shoot dogs now? <laughs> so I, I think people, no matter how much you hated the flood or, like, how low ranked the flood levels are in campaign, that you really want that element of kind of feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. and having them within the storyline mm-hmm. and as them as, like, a constant presence instead of having just random didact stuff pop around. Yeah, shit like that. I think definitely the, the flood will be
1: back at in infinite. Mm-hmm. This is all but confirmed, just because three four three posted that video of them getting sound clips from a pug snorting a bunch. I can't yes. think of literally anything else other than wildlife on Zeta Halo. But by the way, that's my favorite thing to ever see from Infinite so far. Even of more, so, it is. even more so than the trailer. But yeah, no, so. So coming coming to a close on this, I have a hand uh, just a few honorable mentions. I don't want to dive into too much, but yeah. So these these are just my quick little spinoff ideas. And I, I actually got this first one. Someone tweeted it recently that with the new Halo book coming out, Oblivion, they said they really wanted an early years Blue Team mm-hmm. spinoff game because they're like, all this shit that's happening is so cool. We need something like that. I also think that in the earlier years. I don't think we're ever going to get an ODST two or a good one at least, but I want a story about Alpha Nine before all that shit happened in ODST, along with New Blood and Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you're not familiar with the lore yet, because we're not that far in, there are Headhunters that are specific Spartan twos and threes that are pulled to basically go on suicide missions to take you know for whatever reason, but it's mm-hmm. usually a unit of one or two. I would love a Headhunters. That'd be pretty sweet. Game, like a stealthy game, say for the al- most part. Almost
0: like almost like a Bounty Hunter game from Star Wars mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah.
1: Do you play Bounty Hunter? mm Oh, never mind. But kind of like that. Okay. But yeah, So, so the last thing we want to talk about is what game or one or two games do we think will actually happen? This wasn't a... This is what's going to happen. This is what needs to happen to bring a franchise together. This was just our crazy ideas that we thought would be amazing. Like, say, if we saw a fan version of any of the games that we just said, we'd play them instantly.
0: So what do you think will be the game that will, will for sure happen here soon? It's really tough to say because most of the spinoffs, like you said, have stayed within that shooter genre altogether. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously going to be something like that. I think most realistic... Of today's age of 2019 mm-hmm. is a battle royale. We didn't talk about it because it's not really a game that I don't really care to see. Well, they they confirmed that they're not doing any battle royales,
1: at least for now. For now. For now. Until but...
0: reception's like, hey, Haley, you want to do a battle royale? They go, JK, we've been doing this for months. And I, <laughs> honestly, what I assume it is, is a lot of these studios are like, we would never do a battle royale. Got to it too late. yeah. They started production way too late. The mm-hmm. game, like battle royals are kind of starting to peter out now. So, that's even if it's confirmed or not confirmed for those type of things, that's the most logical I see happening. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to see something like Spartan Assault. You're going to see another either mobile game they're going to do mm-hmm. or something to tag along that because I honestly think they're going to try and ride the infinite train as long as they can mm-hmm. by putting out whether it be more content for it or kind of whatever their content calendar is, I think that's going to be the main focus because if they can't do Infinite, it's done.
1: Yeah. So basically, yeah, if Infinite makes it, then maybe get some more mobile titles. you see some
0: more mobile titles or you see some more branching out on on maybe a couple more things. But for the most part, I think you're still just going to try and stay... You're just going to stay canonical with the games... Because if you look at sales thus far, Halo 5 is your best seller. As far as Microsoft IP? Microsoft Xbox exclusives. Yeah, Xbox exclusives. Halo 5, MCC, and then you've got Forza, Gears, Sea of Thieves kind of all mixed Mm -hmm. in there. But those are still leading it. I mean, Halo Wars 2 didn't even appear on that. Yeah, So those, for the most part, are fanfare. You know, I think Halo Wars OG was like 2 point something million they sold dollar-wise, and then I don't know what worse, I didn't have any data on that. There's not much. It's not much until you get the full year of it mm-hmm. and you get uh, outside sales. But if not those, you're going to get a Reach or ODST-style title mm-hmm. that's going to be a first-person Halo shooter that's based in this environment. I'm going to go
1: off the rails and say that it's going to be a flood s game. I think so. I really do. It's the number one thing that fans have been wanting for years. I, I think they would be crazy to pass up that opportunity. I think that would be a hot,
0: hot, think, hot
1: game. I think. I think it would be.
0: I think it would be a top seller easily. I, I think if anything, it would be just extra content in Infinite. Kind of like okay, zombies in okay. Call of Duty. Okay. I think it would be more like that than anything.
1: Okay. As I said, if it's not that, say if they didn't if they if they do just do kind of the side shit that they did with zombies, then again, kind of a reacher in ODST. But I, I I really think that it will happen.
0: I am gonna have to doubt it. I'm gonna say it's going to be kind of like a firefight mode. I guarantee that's what it's gonna be. If anything, it'll be a horde mode, mm, but okay. just okay. flood.
1: I guess only time will tell. I I really can't wait to be able to look back on this episode once we do get something. Yeah, to see what we got going. I'm
0: I'm excited to see what comes out of it. These ideas, obviously, are more so a lot of the either game or lore that we both love. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like compiling to what we'd love to see from that. Realistically, I mean, we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a while.
0: Yeah, because I don't think really anyone expected, I think, Wars to do as well as it did when it originally launched. Yeah. Because they were trying to go back to be like, hey, this is kind of our roots. This Mm -hmm. is kind of what it could have been. And it was like, we don't want that. We want the shooty-shoot. Yeah. So we'll have to see. I mean, they, they, they've attempted a couple spinoffs. Um, ODST and, and Reach are the, the closest spinoffs that you can just, like, put into the Halo game. Like, if you just mm. Google the Halo game, that's, like, one of them. Yeah. So, like, there's still spinoffs, but... Very mainline. Very mainline spinoffs. So will we see another mainline like that? Or will we get something that really piques the interest outside of that to bring more players into the Halo realm of games.
1: Yeah. Time will only tell. Again, I'm excited to see what comes from three four three as long as it's good. Yeah. Yeah, which the track record so far is touch and go. I as I said I don't hate the spin off games by any means for the most part. I haven't gone through Wars Two yet, but I think I mean, a lot of people like that one. Sales dictate otherwise, but the people who got it loved it. So, yeah, this was our first, you know, bonus episode birthed from Patreon. If you are a part of that, you can go on there and you can vote for these bonus episodes that we'll be putting out. And we'll be putting one bonus episode out monthly. And we hope that you guys enjoyed our first one.
0: Yeah, so be sure if you want to kind of be ahead of the curve with this, uh, sign up for our $5 or more tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll get you, I mean, plenty of other really cool things, access to our notes, game nights that are specifically for our Patreon members, some Discord stuff. So there's a lot that goes into it, but this is just another tier aspect that we've added. Mm-hmm. It'll also allow you to vote on the next episode, which will mm-hmm. be this one for non-Patreons will be November. So they'll be voting on the November one coming in October. So you mm-hmm. can, so they'll always be the month of when they vote. Yeah. And so, again, thanks for listening to this episode. This one was actually really fun. This was a lot
1: more freeform. We did have our notes. But it was just fun to really bounce ideas off of each other and basically almost just put mics in front of conversations that we have a lot before we we do
0: record. Yeah. Kind of, you know, get behind the curtain of what goes through our head. Yeah. And just wanted to finish that real too quick uh, with a shout out to some of our also cool Patreons with Mike, Baby Z, Skyjack and Charles Zitter. So some awesome people that are really helping us along. And if you guys have any questions about that or, or what we do or anything that goes into the rewards, please let us know. Like mm-hmm. We're happy to help out on our Discord or Instagram, Twitter, wherever you can reach us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And with that, I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall.
1: And thank you for tuning in to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast.
0: I think we're just getting started.